Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello everyone and welcome along to your Rangers Rabble podcast on a Sunday night. My name is Stuart and I'll be hosting, hopefully only for a short period, hopefully we'll have the main man himself, Martin, joining us. He's just having a few technical problems uh, at the moment. But joining me this evening so far, we've got Wilf. Wilf, how are we? I've had the worst Sunday, Stuart, thanks very much. <laughs> and Scott Kerr, how are we? I'm not bad, Stuart, I'm not bad. Um, good to see he's already, the chat has already kind of exploded um, before we even came on air, so good to see that, keep the comments coming, we'll try and bring some of them up, if you get any questions for, for the guys then uh, we'll, we'll do our best to try and answer them. Um, okay then, so a uh, kind of eventful 24 hours, um, we've had uh, a victory over Morton, um, I think safe to say um, not the greatest of performances but we're through we're into the next round, um, and well, let's let's be honest. We've, there's been a result today which certainly opens up that that conversation. Uh, sorry, that I mean that that whole converse, competition, but also a conversation around about um, whether or not Wilf. Clearly, it's a good thing that Celtic are out, but there is a feeling around given the performance yesterday um, around about. Rangers and their performances. Is, is there added pressure now on Michael Beale and Rangers given that result? 100% there's added pressure because now, I mean, within seconds of their final whistle going today, uh, the Rangers Twitter, or Rangers X, sorry, as it is now, Twitter as it was, uh, was full of we have to win this trophy now. And there's no excuses. There's not been the only thing really standing in their way, potentially winning, winning trophies, more or less, is, is Celtic. They're out now. So the pressure's on Michael Beale. He has to win this League Cup. There's no... I mean, it happened under Gerard. They got knocked, they got knocked out early. And then we hit St. Martin. Was it St. Martin? I think St. Martin put us out in the, in the next round. So we can't we can't afford that when we 
when we have our, uh, our game of Livingston at Ibrox, we have to win that. Then whoever we get in the semi-final, we have to win that. And whoever we get in the final, we have to win that. There's no if buts or maybe from here, the pressure is on, we have to win this League Cup. Throw. We had to win it anyway. But the only might be the imagine real potential stumbling block everybody was saying, it's now been removed from us, it's now been taken off us, they've gone. Um, and but basically we have to, the pressure is now even more on Michael Beale. And I know we were in the discussion before we came on about the performances, and the performance yesterday wasn't great. But let's be honest, the object of the exercise was getting through. We got through. They didn't. We've, we've got a quarter-final, they don't. The pressure is all on us now. We're three games away from lifting a trophy that we haven't lifted in, what, 12, 13 years? We really, we have to win this trophy. Hello. Yes, is the microphone working now? Because that was absolute torture, by the way. Sorry, what was that? Did you speak there? What was that? Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, Stuart, that you started along the lines of, obviously, um, it's it's been a better Sunday today than what it has been for a while. Um, yeah, and, look, I, yeah. I, I just asked Wilf, I asked Wilf his opinion in terms of, obviously, look, yesterday's performance wasn't great, but in terms of the result today, it certainly opens things up. Um, but does that add pressure to Michael Beale uh, in terms of, you know, going forward and, and the expectation of then lifting that trophy? Yeah, and we'll, we'll come back to that expectation um, in a wee second, Stuart, but I'll come straight to you. Um, does that result today, and we won't spend long on that, right? We're not, we're not actually talking about that result, but does that result today um, kind of take the pressure slightly off the team and the manager in terms of our result there? Does it put it into a, 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 a tiny bit of perspective or is it a case of not, not we should have won, we didn't play well and we just carry on thinking the way we're thinking? And by the way, before you answer that, massive thanks to Beatbox for the um, super chat and yes, it is a glorious Sunday. Um, so I think the answer is somewhere in the middle there, Martin, in, in terms of um, we were talking before we, we came on air. The objective in a cup competition is getting through. Rangers got through. So they, did they make hard work of it? Yes. Could it have been easier? Yes. Was the performance what we're wanting? No. But we got through. Um, so in terms of that point of view, then I, I yeah, that, that that's that's clearly um helped us and you know you hope that maybe today's result will then I, I mean to me that's a shot in the arm to this Rangers team. If I if I'd picked Kamarnik aside, if I'd picked a, a, a starting scenario, it would have been them losing early in that cup competition. Because having friends of that persuasion, I know that there's a sizable majority of them who are not happy with Brendan Rogers being back. So when we're talking about pressure on Michael Beale, well, I'll tell you now, there's pressure on Brendan Rodgers. And we've now got an opportunity to ramp that pressure up. Now, do we do that? And I appreciate there are a lot of people who are unsure about what Rangers are doing and Rangers' level of performance at the moment. But we now have an opportunity to really ramp up the pressure over the next few weeks um, by bringing them to Ibrooks beating them, and then progressing in this cup competition. And if you can get, I'm, I'm a firm believer in terms of 
that winning breeds winning and that confidence that it can instill in players. And if we can, and it's a, it's an if, you know, I appreciate it because we've not shown that in the past. Well, absolutely spot on to talk about the fact that we've been in this position before and then shot ourselves in the foot by not, by losing to St Mirren, we've lost to St Johnston previously. If we go out there and do the job, then, then we have an are an unreal chance to pick up that first bit of silverware and who knows where that can take us. So, yes, we, the manager and this team still have a lot of questions to answer, but what a shot in the arm this is, this weekend is for them. Uh, and we've got a couple of huge games coming up, which again, you know, if they can turn in a performance, who knows where that takes us. Um, so there's still pressure there. That pressure's not going to go, but... You know, let's let's be positive. We're in the next round. They're not. And I know where I'd rather be sitting tonight, having having a glass of wine. <laughs> the fact it's white wine is just extremely disappointing, by the way. Um couple of bits of, couple of bits of housekeeping. Um new member um Ewan Minton, who previously was a member the last time we had a YouTube membership. So welcome back, Ewan. Thank you very much. Um also Kevin Hurrell's new member. Um, who was a member the previous time we had them as well. So thank you and welcome back, um, Kevin and Brian, with a £5 super sticker. Thank you very much, Brian, for your support. Um, Kerry, are you feeling slightly better than you were yesterday on this fine Sunday evening? I'm guessing not. I don't know why, why? I said that to Bosch, by why the way. Matt? Why, Martin? Because that lot get beat. Listen, I'm interested that lot. No interest whatsoever. Name getting beat shouldn't cheer you up because my only focus mm-hmm. is Rangers. I'm sorry, but is it, not bit, is it not a wee bit of positivity, though, care the fact that no, the, my the unbeatable? No, my positivity comes from how we play. It doesn't come from them getting beat. I'm sorry, but people can celebrate them getting beat. Fine, if that's what they want to do, I don't care. I didn't know the result till somebody messaged me earlier. I'm interested, but if you go out and play well on Tuesday night, I'll be positive. If you get through this tie against PSV, I'll be more positive. If you go to Ross County and win, I'll be like Wolf. I'll be a full pint positive, but no, what I've seen so far, no. And saying because they're out, we're going to win this, or we should win it. It doesn't work like that. Football doesn't work like that. And Michael Beale's got a lot to prove for me. I'm sorry, but he's got a lot to prove. I just think he talks the talk, but will he walk the walk? I don't know. There's something about him. I just think he's not going to carry this through the end. I'm sorry, but I just feel he's not going to carry us to the end of the season. I feel something's going to happen between now and then, and he's going to sh- basically. Feel, but I hope I'm wrong. Like I said yesterday, and I hope I'm hundred percent wrong. And everybody in the chat can slag me off. Wolf can slag me. Stuart can slag me. You can slag me. But I've not got positive vibes about Michael Beale at all. Well, if I can see that you want to jump in there, right, and I, and I will. You can come in in two B seconds. But I'll also say to you that the way that Care feels, the, the way that Care's thinking, um, and Care's overall thoughts, um, is obviously everybody's well within their rights. But you know, Rangers have. have and I gave him the ammunition to feel like that. And Kerr is right, regardless of what happens with him, regardless of what they do, it's up to Bill and these players to show us that they've got what it takes. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, look, it's all about us, right? I don't I don't care about them, right? But Kamarnock <laughs> putting them out today has basically, as I said, when you were feeding your mouse and getting your computer back up again, uh, or hamster or squirrel or whatever you used to, to power your, your device. So I was saying then, um, it's all, it's basically the two favourites for the two, for the tournament are us and them. They're out, so we are now clear favourites. And we should be going on to win it. It doesn't, as Kerr says, we've got no divine right to go and win it because there's still seven other teams in it that want to win it. 
there's no there's nothing to say that we we will go on to win it, but we have to win it. We had to win it. We had to win it before the game started yesterday. We had to win it after we got through yesterday. We could still have to win it now that they're out. It just means it's, it, the path to winning it should be slightly easier because basically the team that have won it the most recently because they were the holders of the trophy. I don't think, I don't think they've lost a, a tie in that competition for a couple of years. They haven't lost a domestic cup game in a couple of years. They're, they're now out of it. So the, the field should be clear for us to go and win it. But because of that, the pressure is really, really on because we are now the clear favourites because there's it was maybe nip and tuck between us and them to see who was the favourites. We are now far and away the clear favourites because everybody's expecting us to win it. So we have to win it. It's not the fact that we will go on and win it. There's nothing to say that. But we have to win it. That hasn't changed from the start of the competition. It's just hopefully the path to the final and to winning the trophy is slightly easier than it was. Stuart, there's a lot of pressure on Beal, um, and you always have to caveat that by saying there's always pressure on the Rangers manager, right? Um, but as we we get quite a decent sample size with the people that watch the rabble and, and social media, um, etc., a lot of people are annoyed, a lot of people are angry, and a lot of people are fed up. Whether that's justified or it's not, it doesn't really matter because that's the way that people are feeling, right? Um this cup competition finishes, is it November? I think the final is. I can't I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, November. Right. So if Rangers either don't go all the way to the final, or if Rangers do go all the way to the final and don't win it, is that not just ramping up the pressure even more on Bill simply because they're not in it anymore? Does does that add more pressure? Look, Michael Beale has to win trophies <laughs> this year. Yeah, but my point being, Stuart, if we were to play them in the final and it was a nip-and-tuck game and they scored a last-minute winner, we'd all be raging, we'd all be gutted, but at the end of the day, you can probably deal with it and accept it. The fact that they're not in it, the fact that we're the biggest team um, in the competition and the fact that we're the biggest team left in the competition, if we don't then go on and win it after the start of the season that we've had, surely that ramps up more pressure on Bill. Potentially, but I think it's how you look at it. Because if we were to get to the final and get beat by Celtic, then I'm sure there'd be a sizable majority of the, the Rangers fans who would turn around and say, well, that's Beal not won another big game. Stuff like that. So kind of swings and roundabouts to me. At the end of the day, nobody's saying here that, you know, just because they're out, that's it. You know, well, everything, everything in the garden is rosy. It's not. Rangers still have to go and prove that they're worthy winners of this competition. But the path to that now, and hopefully what that gives this team and the short and arm, it could be, let's be honest, it is easier now. Let's be honest. So I don't... Um, unless, Stuart, unless we get Kilmarnock away. <laughs> well, unless we... Yeah, exactly. Well, we're in the semi-finals at Hamden, and so that works, so yeah. we, might, we might be all right. Oh, all right. Well, we're fine then, we're fine. We're absolutely fine. Because, I mean, I, mean, I think it's okay to blame the pitch now, isn't it? Is that how it works? Is that yes. how it, Yeah, it's right, the, okay. It's, it's, not, it's, just, it's, not, it's not just the pitch, it's the pitch and nothing else. Yeah, but look, in all seriousness, what, go back to my first point, even before this season started, it was it's important that Michael Beal wins trophies this season. If he went this season without winning a trophy, or if he does go this season without winning a trophy, then he's going to be under serious, serious pressure. And at the moment, we're all feeling it, and some people are already further down down that line than others. There are people who have serious questions about what they're watching on the pitch. 
So if nothing materialises from this season, yeah, the pace, the pressure will be huge. And I don't know if it got to next summer if he would survive that. And again, that's to say he gets to there. I, I don't know that. I just feel that today should be a shot in the arm to this Rangers team. We're in the we're in the hat. They're not. Let's go and make the most of it. Let's build the pressure that they haven't felt for a long time. Let's go and try and build on that now. Can we do that? Can we unite behind the team and see what we what can happen over the coming weeks? Well, I mean, look, Rangers loyalists is absolutely right. Nobody is entitled to win anything. Um, but when you're Rangers, you just expect, and you should be winning uh, everything, if not 80% um, of what's on offer um, to win. Well, I did have a question for you, mate, but I've completely forgot what it is, so I will let you carry on for Stuart's point while I try and remember without letting everybody watching know that I've completely forgot what I was thinking. Despite the fact you've just told them. No, Stuart, I mean, Stuart's right. Oh. <laughs> we, we, we would explain, I mean... You you were wrong in what you said when you in your your monologue to Stuart that we are the biggest team left in the tournament because we were the biggest team in the tournament at the start of the tournament. I said that. I said I that before. You, I said that. Yeah, I know. I know what you meant, but we are. But we are right, and we should be winning it. We haven't won this league cup in what in over a decade, twelve years or something. That's outrageous, right? That's absolutely outrageous that we haven't won this in that time, and we have to win it. At the start of the season, we had to win it, and we still have to win it. And as a lot of people are pointing out we've got no divine right to win anything. And Livingston's is not going to be easy. <coughs> but it couldn't have fallen better for us. We've got a home draw in the quarterfinals against a team that traditionally are, are decent at home because they've, they've got they've got one of those stupid plastic pitches. Away from home would make it difficult for you, but they don't tend to get results at places like Ibrox. So the draw could I mean we could have been drawn, as you say, away at Kilmarnock. Like we could have we could have got Hearts or Hibs or Aberdeen. That would have been Difficult. Personally, I actually wanted Celtic to go through and I wanted to draw them at Parkhead because I wanted to see them try to wriggle out and give us a decent ticket allocation because that would have been hilarious because they'd have spent weeks trying to, try to wriggle out and give us tickets, which ultimately would have had to give us. But they're not there, so we have to go on. We'll have to beat Livingston, see how the other games go, see who we get in the semi-final, hopefully take care of them, get to the final, which, by the way, is on the 17th of December. I've just checked. So... Um, right. And it's a happy Christmas all round for those of us clad in red, white, and blue. Would As that the be the we, day after our night out, Wolf? It would be. So, so we could have oh. the night out, and then we could all go. We could all go over to Hamden and continue our celebrations, and <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, the captain's waving a, a big shiny silver thing at us, which is what we need. And have you remembered that question yet? Um, yes, I have, and I'm going to take it um, to care. Um, I, I did remember it, and then I thought about our night out, and I, and I completely forgot it. But care, I'm all, all joking aside. People in the, there's a few people, quite a lot of people in the comments, and we are quite busy tonight. So thank you everybody for watching. By the way, please like and subscribe if you already haven't. Um, and if, if you get your comments in, I'm looking at them. They are going like that, like that. So it's really difficult to see them, but I will try my best. And I wish people wouldn't put me full screen because that doesn't look very nice. Um, but care, people are looking for positivity, right? So let's try and be positive, just even just for a minute, Cairn, right? Yeah. We're still in four competitions. We can still win four competitions. Yes, I'm referring to the Champions League, um, although that's, you know, you know what I mean. Um, so we're still in every competition. So no, there, there's, there's positives in that. We're still going for everything. Listen, the positives are, they're against a vet. I mean, 
I didn't see the first half because I didn't finish work till late, but I came in and it was second half was just starting. But reading the comments on our chat and on social media, etc., we were really bad and watching the highlights, we were really bad. But there's a lot of folk questioning the mentality of the team. When the team came out in the second half and played really well, and you have to say if the mentality was that bad, they wouldn't have done that. And Michael Bill did tweak it a bit, so you have to give me a bit of plaudits for that. And they came out and soon when they scored, I thought that the tie was kind of over because I didn't think we can see from then on. So you were thinking that's quite a positivity there because we look quite good the second half in Europe. We can carry on. Against Morton, for me, he made too many changes. The system is what I wanted, the three to back, but he made far too many changes for me, and that's why it upset it. And when he comes out and says something like, you'll probably never see this team again play, why play it? It's just silly things, Martin. It's it's things that you do, don't have to do. Listen, I'm not a football manager, and Michael Beale's in that position, a football manager. But why not give guys who's maybe not a lot of game time more time to gel together in this, in this formation so they get used to it more? Why bring in guys that you may know what to bring in again unless they've got a bad injury crisis when you come out and say things like this team will probably never play again? So I don't know. Unless he maybe took Morton as an easy tie, which looking at the chances and stuff like that, people can say it was easy, but it wasn't easy to watch. And Morton, fair play to them, done okay, to be honest with you. And he went ahead and everybody thought at the time, we're going to struggle here. Yeah, we did create chances and stuff like that, but you just want to see more for the team. I mean, Matt Hannes Adji comes out, Yannis Adji comes out and he makes a comment about the manager yeah. as well. You can see maybe it's not all rosy because people are desperate for a chance to prove themselves and they're maybe not getting it. There's other players maybe getting more game time than they should because they're struggling. So I don't know what's going on, but I'd just like to see, listen, Rangers should win every game. No team should because you have to all go out and fight in the park. But I'd just like to see someone coming for the team, something happening. Because I think we've got a lot of talented footballers at the club. But some of them watching Rangers play, they seem confused about what they want to do, or they seem confused about where they might be playing. So I'd just like to see more cohesion with the team going forward. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Scott, for me, for me, Yannis Adji just said what probably most of the squad players are thinking. But they weren't, you know, he's come out and said that they're probably just thinking because I if don't any know of them are playing, I don't think that's fair, Will. I don't think that's of course fair. it is, Martin. If any of them are sitting there happy at happy at not getting selected, well, they it's, not be most it's not most of them. It's not most well, of them. That's the ones fair. that the ones that aren't get the ones that aren't getting the game, obviously, I would imagine don't agree with the manager not picking them. Is that Otherwise, not every football club? Is that not every football club? Yeah, but but why would they be happy? He's come out and said, Look, I'm not happy, I respect what the manager's done, but I've not I don't agree with it, right? If I'm at a football club, if I'm at a, if, if I'm at a football club and I don't get picked, right, I'm not going to be happy. But I respect what the manager's doing if the club's being successful, right? And it's as simple as that. When I when I played very very poor level amateur football, right, going to training every week, there was other guys coming in that weren't as committed to the club as to the team as I was getting games. They're better than me. I can accept that. If it's being successful, I can accept that. If there's guys not as good as me getting the game, I couldn't accept that. So Yannis Hadji's probably accepting it because we're getting results. But he's not going to be happy about it. And, and he's come out and said, look, I, res- I respect what he's doing, but I don't agree with that. That's exactly what I'd expect him to say. And I'd imagine most of the rest of them are in the same boat. Now, yesterday, the managers changed it up. 
I agree with Scott. I think he's made too many changes. He probably has taken Morton a bit lately. Having said that, Jamie McDonald's kept the, kept the score to two. It could have been five or six very, very easily without us playing well. So we've got through in the tie. We're in the quarterfinals. A lot of squad players have had minutes. It's, given, it's let the manager see what they can and can't do. It's not particularly great to watch from the point of view that we've had to pay money to watch it. But as our main thing is to see Rangers being successful, let's, let's just move on and worry about PSV on Tuesday night. Right, I'll tell you what we'll do. Well, let's listen to what Hadji actually said. Yeah, look, I think every every football player wants to play. Um, I'm obviously disappointed about the situation that I am. Um, but, uh, you know, I respect um, I respect the Gaffer's decisions. That doesn't mean I agree with them, but I respect them. Um, he's the football manager of this football club. So, um, you know, I'm a simple guy. I just love football. Um, I train 100% on a daily basis. I come back from a one-year injury. Uh, they know who I am. Um, they know my history at this football club and what I did. So, um, you know, uh, I just want to play football. Right, Stuart, is that in any way a dig at the manager? Is that is that Yanis just responding to a question um, that he's been asked? Is this as big a deal as what someone making it out to be? Absolutely not. I mean, he was asked a question and he answered it. And do we honestly believe that Michael Beale was going to be taking a huff about what Yanis Adjus just said there? You know, he's, 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 he's even said, I respect his decision. And do you know what? He's allowed to make that comment because he came on yesterday and played very, very well. See, if he came on and hadn't kicked his arse, then you might be saying, well, hold on, Giannis. But he played very well. So actually, he's probably loving the fact that he got asked that question. I, I honestly do not believe that Michael Beale will have any issue with that. And I think Giannis just maybe actually forced his way into Beale's thinking, potentially. Because I thought I thought he was I thought he was really good when he came on. He had energy. He was trying things. Um, it, there was it, it, there was a bit of quality about him, which actually quite a bit of our play was lacking. So, uh, look, uh, another thing: any any attempt that we'll just try to make a story out of. He was asked a question, and he asked and he answered it absolutely honestly, and he did it. He did it with respect to the manager as he said, and Michael Beale won't have any issue with that. And if Michael Beale does have an issue with it, then I would have an issue with Michael Beale. Um, so, an absolute non-story. Yeah. Also, Stuart, Kerr mentioned that he maybe made too many changes. Um, so, he kept, obviously, Butland in goals, right? Um, Borna and Yilmaz. Borna was suspended. Yilmaz is still injured. Um, everybody was saying we need to watch the amount of minutes that we give to John Suter. So he brought in Balogun and he kept Goldson to try and give him some match fitness. Every single person that I seen on social media wanted Tav out, so he gave Sterling a game. He's rested Cantwell and he's rested Raskin, but he still played Lammers and Dessers um, up front. So is that what does he have to do to get supporters back on side? Because to me, a game against Morton at Ibrox, yeah, he's made he's maybe made one or two changes more than he had to maybe one of Cantwell or Raskin. Could have been on the park, maybe should have been on the park for a bit of continuity. But he seems to be getting hammered for left, right and centre. And even I'm starting to. I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm on this to play devil's advocate. 
quer ou know that, I'll say to Ked, if Ked's on a roll, I'll, I'll message Ked and go, Ked, you keep going and I'll fire back at you. But even I'm starting to go, well, hold on a wee minute. People are going a wee bit too far now, Stuart. So I think there's a couple of things. I think I, I think we've maybe underestimated just what, and Wilf was there. And I, you know, I think Wilf kind of reported on the rabble about the conditions over there. I think you could tell at the end of that game that there was a lot of players who'd been spending a lot of energy. And the manager will have one eye on Tuesday night. So, you know, we could be having a conversation here if he'd played Raskin or Cantwell and, you know, they'd either got a bad tackle, cut Broadfoot went right through the back of them or a calf had went, then we'd maybe be having a conversation of why did we do that with such a big game? So I can understand why the manager did what he did. This team has to be more clinical. We're causing our own problems. If Rabbi Matondo puts the ball in the net after a couple of minutes, we're probably sitting here after a very comfortable Saturday Saturday afternoon, but he doesn't. And the game lingers on, and then they know they get their penalty and stuff like that. We're causing our own problems. I think there are certain elements in our game, so being more clinical is one of them. I think I read a stat today saying the Rangers... In the first two league games, I've had 31 shots uh, or attempts at goal. I think we're just on average about what our expected goal tally should be. But there are teams who have taken far less shots on goal who are also matching that. So there's an element about getting into positions where we're giving players better opportunities to have shots on goal. I think we're a wee bit too predictable. I don't know whether or not... I feel as if we need to take the handbrake off a wee bit. It feels very stilted at times in terms of we're trying to play patterns of play. We need midfield runners. We need people going beyond the ball. You know, and there's, there are times where we do it, but it's not happening enough. And I think the other area that we, we need to improve on is we have decent starts in games and then we hit this kind of almost flat spot where not a lot happens. And I think the way Ibrooks is at the moment, that allows a fan base who are slightly on age to become more edgy. And then it's made, you know, any pass that isn't made right or any shot and, you know, goes wide or whatever it is, then it just ramps up and I think the pressure builds. So I'm not sitting here again saying that everything in the garden is rosy because it, it isn't. There are aspects of our play that needs to improve, and it's up to the manager and this team to do that. But I'm not, I do not believe for one second that Michael Beale and his coaching staff are sitting here tonight thinking everything's okay. And just because he says it in a, in a post match interview or a, a press conference, I, I honestly couldn't care what he says in those because there's just a lot of nonsense in, in, my, in my. He's not going to. We, we had a situation under Gerard where fans were criticising him because he was so honest and spoke the truth about certain players. Bill clearly isn't going to do that. I've got every, we need to stop, though, going in at half-time for the manager to give them a boot up the arse. Why are we hitting these flat spots? What's causing that? We need to capitalise on our chances as well because if we do that, the game becomes far, far easier and we're making it hard for ourselves, and with far anything can happen, you know. And we've seen that. We've seen that um, in Europe. We've seen that in this game as well. You can't get away with anything now. So 
those are the areas that I would be clinical. Why are we having those flat spots? And maybe just taking the handbrake off ever so slightly. Those are the areas that I would like to see. And I think if we could do that, I'm of the belief that we've signed genuinely good players. So let's see what they can do. Hey, well, going back to the game yesterday, Kia, um, obviously Johnny Waifeko was playing. Um, let's hear very, very quickly. It's only a minute long. Um, let's hear quickly what Johnny had to say, and then I'll come back to you, Kia. Johnny, our first competitive start for you this afternoon. How did you find that game today? Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it was a good game. I think we could have done better with the result, like get more goals. But yeah, I really enjoyed it for my first game. Yeah, in terms of the, the 90 minutes out there, what, what was it like and what, what can you take away from it? Um, um, it's told me that I've got a lot to learn still. Um, and yeah, I just need to keep working hard on the training pitch and just taking the information that I'm being given. For the squad, it must have been a positive to, to be able to get back into the game so quickly after Morton got that penalty. Yeah, I think it was a big turning point. I think it gave us a lift as well when we got given the penalty and we just started to play better from there. Yeah, and through to the quarterfinals of the competition, which must be great for, for everyone here. Yeah, of course, everyone's buzzing, everyone wants to get trophies. So um, it's really ideal for the club that we go as far as we can in the competition and try to get this over. And for you personally, you've obviously been away on pre-season with the first team, had a, a few appearances now. How, how have those these last few months been for you? Um, yeah, it's been really good. The coaching staff and the first team have put a lot of faith in me. Um, they've been working with me really closely behind the scenes as well. And yeah, I just feel like I'm improving every day. I'm getting smart every day. And it's just thanks to them for putting so much time and effort into my development. Yeah, and for you now, is it a case of just continuing to build on that moving forward this season? Yeah, I'm just trying to get better. I'm just trying to see where I can get to myself personally and hopefully just staying in the first team. But yeah, I just want to focus on my own development. Staying in the first team, Kerr, um, I, I made my thoughts known about, because I, I followed the B team a lot last season. Um, I was at most of the games. I spoke to the manager after most of the games and, and the players, including John Lee himself. And I pretty much had my, my say on it. I have seen a massive improvement um, in the young boy. Um, he's obviously improved a lot over the summer. We do have our issues in defence. Um, but what was your thoughts on John Lee in the game yesterday? And of course, he makes that, that last minute kind of um, draw saving challenge, if you like. My uh, challenge at the end is he done it really well, and it was it was a timely challenge, and it was uh, hopefully we were very happy he was there. But I thought at wing back he struggled. It's not a position to be fair, but I did think he struggled at times. His passing wasn't great, getting forward wasn't great, but that's not a position. But I thought when we went to a back three and he would back inside, I thought he done a lot better. Martin has a big physical lad. He can be strong. Yeah, his distribution's not great, but. He's okay, Martin, take him in, but starting games at the moment, not for me. But if he's going to potentially develop more, I mean, obviously, we might be back with the B team playing games and been around the first team squad training. So if he develops more, then it could save his money if you're going buying somebody. But I wouldn't have him wing back again, Martin. No, that's just my opinion. I think he's better at a. I thought he'd done well at the left side centre back. And I thought if we're going to put him again, probably play there. And Curry makes the point. It's basically the point that I've been making. He is, he can be very, very casual, um, and his passing, his passing out the back isn't the best. But well, I've seen a, a massive improvement from last season, which I suppose you, you expect that with young players, season on season, um, that they're going to improve. Obviously, spending time around the first team is going to help him improve as well. 
Um, but, you know, just like I said to Kerr, just be his kind of final comments are that he would like to be in and around um, the first team squad, obviously not the first team week in, week out. Is that is that something that you can see or, or do you expect us to maybe go and kind of find more cover in that position? I still expect us to find more cover in that, in that position, but it won't do uh, John Lee any, any, any harm at all to be around about the first team squad because if he's improved... And I saw quite a bit of him last season as well in the B team. And he has improved a lot. So if he's improved that much over one summer, then a season with the first team, he's hopefully going to improve at least the same again, which means he'll be a very, very good player uh, in the position. But like like Kerr said, there's there's no there's no way you could you know you could hang your hat on him starting games uh in, in the in the league or in, in Europe or whatever. Find have him bring him on, have him in the squad if we're you know, the usual story we discuss here all the time, if we're two or three up in a bulk standard league game, if there is such a thing, you can bring him on, give him a bit more experience so that if he makes a mistake, it's not going to be critical. Um, but you couldn't, I don't think you could rely on him at the moment. But going, going forward, certainly, as I say, if he's if he can improve this as much again as he's improved, he seems to have improved over the summer, then we'll end up with a hell of a good player in a year, 18 months' time. Right, well, Really quickly then, on the game yesterday, Wolf, um, obviously, I, I would say where you at the game, but um, like like we have continuously said on here, if Rangers were playing on the moon, um, you'd somehow be able to manage to afford a ticket to go to it. Um, I asked this to care on the day. Major points for the moon. <laughs> he's, he's probably got plenty, probably got double <laughs> the amount of major points you need to get to the moon. I said this to care yesterday, Kerr was just in the door for the game and he managed to get on. Um, the reaction, but round about you, Wolf, at Ibrooks yesterday, what, what was the kind of flavour coming for the fans? What, what was the thoughts? Was it was it a barrage of abuse, or was there kind of some people there going, it's a changed team, we're through? What was what was your take on it? I'll be honest, Martin, round about me at Ibrooks yesterday, there was an awful lot of empty blue seats, but that's just what happens in the club deck on cup games against teams like Morton. Uh, that's, just, that's just a fact of life. I mean, I think it's one of those that had we had we gone out to survey, I think there'd be another ten thousand in the gate yesterday, because people have obviously, you know, it's a lot of games in a short space of time. It's not cheap. A lot of people prioritise and saying, "Well, I'll give Morton, I'll give Morton the miss because I'm going to PSV on Tuesday night." So to answer your question directly, there's a lot, an awful lot of seats around me, and I don't tend to speak to empty seats. Um, but no, the people, I was, the people I was talking to, it was all, it wasn't, it wasn't very good, but we got the result when we move on, and that's that's all you can say, you know. I mean, the encouraging thing that, I, particularly where, as I say, there's a lot of, a lot of day trippers at cup games round about where I sit, and there was quite a lot of kids there, which isn't very, very nice to see. And all they were, all they were worried about is they got a win. Rangers won. That's all. That's all they particularly worried about. The guys that normally sit around me, most of them weren't there, so I couldn't gauge their opinion. Um, but folk that I spoke to coming out the game and back up the road and stuff, it was just a case of wasn't very good. Room for improvement. Loads of changes. We'll give them a pass. We're through. Move on to Tuesday and see what that brings. And of course, tomorrow night at half past seven, we do have our phone in. Um, so it would be great to get uh, quite a few calls in um, because I would imagine the conversation is still going to be round about Saturday and round about Beale, um, et cetera, et cetera. So if you are watching us just now for the first time and you don't know, we do a phone in on a Monday and a Friday night at half past seven. Um, so please make sure you join us tomorrow for that live and get your phone calls and to us. And of course, while I'm on, 
the whole advertising route. Um, please do, if you haven't already, give the, the show a like and make sure you're subscribed to the Rangers Rabble YouTube channel. And if you want daily Rangers content and lots more, then you can join our Patreon, the link for which is in the description. And if Patreon is not your thing, then you can join as a member on YouTube. Um, just click the join button um, below the window. Stuart, let's change it up a wee bit, shall we? Um, let's talk Alex Lowry. Um, if you're if you're up for it, um, yeah. started. Yeah, I'll come back to you, Wolf. Right, I'll come back to you. Right, I've got I've got um, the inside track on it, mate. Yes, I know you do. I know you do. But I'm going to go to Stuart, and then I'll then I'll go to Kea, and then I'll go back. To by the way, I, I, I think Kea. I've got the inside track on it. By the way, I think I've got the inside track on it. So ask your question, Martin. This is a fight between Wolf and Stuart here. Yes, it is, and I'm going to go to Stuart first. Um, Alex Lowry, loan at Hearts. He's getting he's getting some good amount of game time, a couple of assists. Was it today? It was today, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was today. My head's all over the place. Um, is this a loan that has to work for Alex if he has any chance of coming back to Rangers and getting in that first team? 100%. And the reason that he played so well today was that I walked by him yesterday. Uh, when I was coming home from from the game, he was out walking his his dog at the, the west end of Glasgow. So um, I'm taking some credit. It was obviously some sort of influence that I've had on him that he's, he's then went on to have such a such a great game. But um, look, yeah, it, it has to work. You know, if I don't think anybody is doubting that Alex Lowry is a talented footballer, right? But for whatever reason, there are now three Rangers managers that are not quite there with them to say you're going to be a regular starter for us. So if he can go to Hearts, play regularly, and, you know, at a, a very decent level, with a very decent level of pressure associated with that, and perform well, then I don't see how that cannot be a benefit, one, to him, and then to obviously to Rangers as well. I mean, when I walked by him, I did think to myself, could have been doing with you, and I was always the tip of my tongue to say, say could have been doing with you today, wee man. But he's, he's not here, so it's now, and there must be reasons for that. I, again, I don't believe that any of these Rangers managers are, are shooting themselves in the foot and not wanting to give Alex Lowry a chance. He's got to go out there and prove it. And I think the early signs are, and I'm sure Wilf will, will, will tell us because he's got a bit of the inside track there, his, his early starts have been promising. You know, I think that the Hearts fans are enjoying what they're seeing from him. He hopefully gets regular football and gets back to really enjoying his football as well. Playing for Rangers B wasn't doing it for him. He's too good for that level. So can he go away, get 30 to 40 games this season, and then let's see, see where we are? And I, for one, would love nothing more than Alex Lowry comes back to Rangers next season and becomes a mainstay of this this Rangers team. That's that's what we want. We want to have our youngsters coming through and playing. So um, I think it's a good move for them. Um, and like I say, early indications are that it's it's looking positive so far. And you're on mute. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Unbelievable takers that, that by the way. That, that another fiver in our kitty for the for the Christmas day. <laughs> it's, it's been moved out to two pound fifty now that I do it all the time. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, it's looking rosy. Kerr annoyed. I don't think he played against Rosenberg. Um, if memory serves me right, um, but do do you see this as a lone move where Rangers have said to Alex, "Go to Hearts, show us what you can do." We believe in you. If you go there and you have a good season, we'll bring you back and you'll get a chance in this first team. Or Jink, it's more a case of go to Hearts, do as best you can so that we can get the biggest amount of money we can for you. I think it's a bit in between that, Martin, and I think it could be... The Why is every question I ask, it's always a bit in between? Because I think, I think Rangers are watching me see how well he does, but also think as a Rangers manager, sometimes they don't want to try the youth just because you don't want to lose games and they feel they go with experienced guys with his heart. Stephen Naismith's not as on, on as much pressure. And I think it might be like Stephen Kelly when he went out to Salford and stuff, then well, he can back up the road. We released him now. He's at Livy. I think if Alec goes to Hearts and does really well, I could actually see Alec getting permanent deal at Hearts at some point along the lines and he'll enjoy himself. Yeah, listen, Alex is a fantastic footballer. We all know he is and he just needs a chance and he's getting a chance at Hearts. And it could be one that comes back and bites us. You never know, but I just feel... Some managers just don't want to give youth a chance because they're under so much pressure to win stuff. And because Rangers managers haven't won a lot in the years, they want to go with the guys they've either signed or the guys they trust, the guys that their favourites, whatever. And Alec wasn't in any of the brackets. That's why my next fears for Bailey Rice, because I think Bailey's one who could prove to be a fantastic footballer. But I'm just scared he doesn't get a chance either. But Kerr, Kerr surely, um, surely he's got to be something about Alex himself. It can't all be about the manager. You know, it can't be three Rangers managers that suddenly went, maybe you're not going to How long has Rangers had academies for? Academy. And how many players have come through our first team? Not many, because the managers don't use it. Because under that much pressure to win stuff, they don't use it. They'd rather spend or bring in a former or bring in experienced British guys or guys they know guys you trust, they don't want to put all that on the youngsters' shoulders. I mean, that time, you know, the youngsters been in the B team long enough and they're festing their way. And I just think it's been at a big club. If Alec was anywhere else in the SPL, he'd have 50 or 100 appearances under his belt. But unfortunately, it was at Rangers. He doesn't get that time. That's just my opinion. I, I feel, though, there's an element here where I don't believe anybody is doubting his ability. I just wonder whether or not there's something else that's at play here that's preventing Rangers managers from from, from playing him. Because he, he's been in and around that first team from a very young age. It's not as if they've, they've been excluding him from it. They, you know, he's been in squads, he's been training with them, he has had games, but it's then never he's never been able to kick on. So I do understand that Rangers has that pressure to win. I just wonder, I, I just can't see that that succession of managers it's just so hell bent and saying, no, we're not, we're not going to do it. I, if, Alex Lowry, if Alex Lowry was ready to do it now for Rangers, I, 
I would have hoped, hoped, and I, I don't know anything that Michael Beale would have went, I don't need to go and buy X because I've got Alex Lowry here. He's clearly felt that wasn't the case. But well, Nathan Patterson, you many games starts? Not many, but we sold him. If he never sold Nathan Patterson, he still wouldn't be a first team starter for us. I think he would be. I think he would be now. You just have to look at John Flight went through the same when he was here. He never got a lot of first. He got some, he never got a lot. Charlie Adam is the same. It was only when they moved, they became more of a player. They got a bigger profile. Being at a club the size of Rangers is very difficult as a young player. I've, I've worked outside it. It's very difficult, young player coming through Rangers or Celtic. Coming through other clubs, you've got less pressure on you because you're not, you don't need to win. You, you can develop, whereas a bigger teams, your development can, has to stop at a time. The potential stops and you have to be ready to go. And some of these guys aren't. They, they need games to develop. But you can't get in a 6-10 games and in your team when you're not winning stuff. You just, that doesn't happen. Okay. Well, okay. I seen some of the comments here. By the way, I've got no inside track in Alex Lowry. I don't, I, I don't know the boy for Adam. I just, like I say, all I can look at. Stuart, his name's Alex. Not Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. What's your um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I just cannot, I cannot fathom that. If you're genuinely in position where we are saying that any Rangers manager now coming in is is so. It's not going to be looking at genuine talent because I think nobody's in any doubt that Alex Lowry is a genuine talent. That they're still ignoring that talent because well, some Dutch guy's better. Well, I think we've got look, we've got a problem. How many players are going through the Rangers Academy? But, that, but I well, think well, yeah, that, well, that's, well, a, well, that's well, a different yeah. question about the academy, not Alex Lowry. <laughs> But I'm just saying in general, not you know, there's been players better probably better than Alex Lowry there. But how many come through? It's to do with the pressure of being at a big club. That's partly right, Kia. Right, I'll jump in here. I'll jump in here. That's partly right. right. It is probably a lot of the young guys do feel the pressure of being at a big club. The, the academy point, I know where you're coming from, but bear in mind, in 2012 when academy dropped like a stone, we had nothing, right? I know. The... The new regime came in in 2015. The academy was basically, it was an academy in name only. There was no coaches, there was no scouts, there was nothing, right? So it's starting to bear fruit now because we're, we're bringing through players. And you're right, they're not breaking into the first team. And you're also right, the reason they're not breaking into the first team is we, don't, we haven't won a lot and we need to win stuff, right? But these guys are still going on to have decent careers. Now, as Stuart says, Alec, Alec Lowry hasn't been played regularly by three different managers. There must be a reason for that, right? Now, He's gone to Hearts. You have to the heart. He's hit the ground running at Hearts. The Hearts fans absolutely love him, right? Their first league game of the season in Perth, they were struggling against St. Johnston. He came off the bench, changed the game for them, right? He, he assisted. He assisted their second goal, tied the game up for them. He came. He came off the bench in the first European game in Rosenberg. He didn't. He didn't come off the bench on Thursday night. He was man of the match today with two assists. I mean, my missus is gushing about the guy. Absolutely gushing about him. Because the Hearts fans love him a bit, right? So you have to wonder, are Rangers too big a club for him? Is Hearts the right level for him? We don't know that. We don't know. I don't think for a minute it's the, it's the coaching at Hearts that's different. I mean, last year was, was a pivotal year for Alec and he had the disaster of a season. He had that ridiculous tackle against him against him, Barton and again, we shouldn't even have still been on the park because we're 7 nothing up, ripping them Barton to bits in a, was it the, 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 the thrust trophy? It stopped his time. They're obviously going to, going to be getting annoyed. They're getting beat by a bunch of kids and a boy trying to rearrange his leg for them. 
So that put him out for months. Then, unfortunately, he had, he had family issues. I believe his mother passed away. So last year was a write-off for Alec Lowry. That, that was a pivotal year for him because at the start, at the end of the season before, he featured at Tynecastle when we were up Tarts apart with a team full of kids. Right? So he was put into the B team because he had an eagle through the summer. That's why he played in that Dumbarton game and it all went to shit after that for him. So I don't really know what it is. I don't really know what it is with Alec Lowry. The worst things about his attitude. But I mean, this, is, this, is, this isn't just happened with Alec Lowry. It's happened... In recent years, guys like Kai Kennedy. Kai Kennedy was a prodigious talent. Possibly not as good as Alec Lowry. Not getting as much game time. He's he's now not got a club. He's now not got is is it is it the fact that I've played first team football for Rangers? Look at me, I've made it. Does this get to them? Is it peer pressure saying you you must be someone else because you're a first team player at Rangers? You've played in the first we don't know that because we're not in that position, we're not there. But I mean, it happened it's happened to guys like Kieran Dixon, uh Kai Kennedy. It's happened, with, it's happened with Alex. There's, there's loads and loads of them recently. It might, it might be something to do with the setup of Rangers. We don't, we don't know that. But I think to answer Martin's question that he asked about a week ago now, um, and I, I think this, this season is massive for Alex. If he carries on the way he's going at Hearts, right? I can see us recalling him in January because that's in the, that's that's in the contract, I believe, right? But I'll, I can also, as you said, I can also see Hearts wanting to keep him because they absolutely love him to death. And if he keeps going the way he's going, he's not scoring a lot of goals, but he's certainly making all their goals. So they'll want they'll want to keep him. Right. The point on that, and Ross Clark makes a good point, Stuart. Um, Alec Lowry never got uh, minutes for Hearts in midweek. The game they needed workers. He's a luxury player. Good point. Can Rangers afford luxury players? But probably in Scotland, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I think domestically potentially, yeah. Um, you know, but again, there's the, so the, he's moved to Hearts. That's a big, big game for them, and he's on the bench and he didn't get minutes. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not criticising the Hearts have every right to make their decision of what they want to do, and. I repeat, I want to see Alex Lowry succeed. I want to see him playing playing for Rangers. But he's clearly got things he needs to improve on until he's at the level where um, managers trust him week in, week out, and playing in big games. So, let's say, I think it's a good move for him. I, I really do. And whether Wilf's right, whether or not we've got a recall option or whatever, let's see how he does over the, over the coming weeks. I hope that he plays week in, week out, because an Alex Lowry playing against other teams in this division will do damage if he's on form, because he's got genuine talent. So I wish him all the best on, on his loan deal, and I hope he comes back and, and can really force his way into this Rangers team. Davey, channel member, um, thing he's just disappeared. I think Will's messing about with the comments. Um, I've watched Lowry in his last three games. He's not sprinted once. He strolled it today, played brilliantly. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see um, on that one. We'll, I'm going to keep a close eye on Hearts to, to definitely keep an eye on, on Alex as well. It'll be interesting to see you know, the point that Ross made if he does get played in games where Hearts are maybe needing to uh, work as, as Ross puts it. It'll be interesting to see um, what comes of that. Care very quickly. Um, because of you and Stuart's discussion, we've only got seven <laughs> minutes left. Um, 
<laughs> just, just, just quickly on this, um, PSV on Tuesday, um, regardless of what happens in the game, we are guaranteed group stage European football. Um, obviously, if we win over the two legs, we get that money pot that is the Champions League. And if we fail, we go straight into the Europa, possibly in pot one or maybe in pot two. I'm not 100% sure how that's all going to work. Um, but is it a game you're looking forward to? It is, Martin. I'm looking forward to going uh, Tuesday night. I'm just don't know what Rangers will turn up, but I'm looking forward to going to a game because it's a European game. European games at Ibox are always special. So we just hope we get a good performance from the team. We get a good result to take over there. That was extremely quick here. Um, Spoken up, mate, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stuart, when you play better teams, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, that PSV are. are Prime Barcelona. Um, there's been a lot of chat about them, I think, because they, they, they beat uh, Stum, was it 7 2? They beat Stumgratz in aggregate or something, or something like that. Um, one or two of their, their better players are rumoured to possibly be leaving. Um, I'm going into that game, you know, I'm confident that, especially at Ibrox, you know, that we can get the result. Um, what about yourself? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm a bit the same. You know, look, we are carefree. We don't know what Rangers are going to turn up about the moment. But we could, look, last year, there was not much in it. We uh, we came out on the right side of that. This year, we might not. If we played PSV next year, then it would be another tight tussle if we played them the year after. This is a, this is a really tight tie between... I, I think there's a sense in the Rangers fans, though, that um, everything's lost a wee bit. I, know, I, I think PSV are favourites. I think that might actually suit us. Um, but I don't know if the gap's as big as what people are, are making out. Yes, Rangers will need to improve, but we've seen that before, what Ibrooks can do, a European night. You know, I, I, I've, I, I fancy is to get a result on Tuesday then the, the away leg will be will be extremely difficult. But I think there's I, I don't think the gaps as big as what, what people are thinking. But it's a coin cost. And you know these I think they're fairly evenly matched teams. Um and you know it wouldn't matter if we're playing them last year, this year or three seasons from now, PSV is going to be a tough game. It's a whole point of why you know these Champions League qualifiers, that's why we don't want to be in them, you know. If we were in the group, that's that's actually it's our hard work that's allowed the other mob across the city to just get stroll stroll in and not have to go through these games. So a really really tough game. Kerr says I'm really looking forward to. It. I think the atmosphere will be will be great, and I just hope that kind of European atmosphere, Ibrox under the lights, you know, the, the the players react and we get we we get a really decent performance from them. But it will be it'll be tough. There's no question about that. Can I just quickly say? Um, somebody who's in the comments all the time, um, Timothy Sharp, happy birthday. Um, congratulations. Uh, like, well, we just take a quick guess at what age we think Timothy is, just judging on his comments. I'm going to say it's his 45th birthday today. That's what I'm going to say. Um, ju just a guess. Just a guess. Feel free to jump in, guys, and help me out here a wee bit. You know, yeah. just sit there with one. 23. 23. Care? 32. Well, 40. There we go. Right, Timothy, if you could let us know your actual age um, and the one who's closest um, gets a Snickers. 
Um, there we go. That's as far as I'm. That's as far as I'm going to go. Now, well, we're going to look at the um, the PSV game in a bit more detail tomorrow because um, we are quickly running out of time. But Sharpie makes a very, very good point in the comments. Um, we are a different takeaway last season's Champions League, right? I get that. Um, but nine times out of ten, we are a different animal at Ibrox um, on European nights, and we are very, very good at two-legged ties in Europe. Yeah, look, Ibrox will be jumping. Ibrox will be jumping on Tuesday. It'll be, to- be totally different to what it was yesterday. It'll be it'll be full of the gunners. It'll be absolutely bouncing. Right? The whole place will be going absolutely mental, which is the way it should be in a European night. And yeah, PSV will be tough. I mean, I. I haven't seen anything of PSV this year, so I don't know if they're any better than they were last season. People are telling me they are much better than they were last year. I've got no idea. I haven't seen them. I haven't watched them. So I don't know. I think we are we are arguably on a par with the way we were at this time last season, because this time last season we weren't exactly ripping up any trees. So it'll be it'll be difficult. Of course it'll be difficult. It's a Champions League qualifier. You wouldn't expect the Champions League qualifier not to be difficult. And in a way, it's a bit of a free hit because we drop into the, we drop into the Europa the Europa League group stages. No, where... don't say that. Well, oh, don't say that. Oh, we'll, start, we'll start a whole new conversation. No, no, but it's not. I mean, you obviously won't register one every game, but there's not there's there's no jeopardy of dropping out of Europe. It's not like we're if we lose it, we're out of Europe. There's none of that. You know what I mean? So we're, we're guaranteed group stage football. And yes, I get the argument that we'll be there in pot one or pot two of the Europa League, and that would probably be an easier path into. European football after Christmas, but we'll also, if we qualify, we'll, we'll be in pot three in the Champions League, which should, on paper, guarantee at least third place. I mean, there's nothing guaranteed in football. I mean, it's not played on paper, but there's not, nothing I mean, guaranteed in the Champions League. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, I mean, everybody's saying you know PSV, PSV are, are massive favourites. Look at look at the the games just just last just the week past there. Marseille were massive favourites, and part of the night was put them out. Hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, if. I'm not really a betting man, but if somebody said to me, pick the teams that are going through, I would have said it would be Rangers, Rangers against PSV, which it is, right? And, and it would have been uh, Braga against Marseille, which it isn't, because Marseille, Marseille got knocked out by Panathinaikos. I didn't give Panathinaikos an earthling. I wanted them, because I thought they'd be the easiest draw. And they put Marseille... Fair, most of us wanted Servette, didn't we? Because we'd never heard of them, and they gave us quite a game. So, no, look, I take your point. Europe is what Europe is, and it's yeah, never, so. never easy. We will discuss it in a lot more detail tomorrow night on the phone-in. I hope you can all join us there. Um, Timothy is 49 today. Um, so I think I said 45. So I think I was the closest. I was the closest on the ages. And where's the... So you're saving money then? I'm saving, I'm saving myself a Snickers. That's what I'm doing. And Ross Clark, are you telling them about us starting a band? Me and Ross are both kind of... Ross more than me is learning the guitar. Um, so Ross will be coming to a pub near you soon. Um, so yeah, there we go. Um, that will do us tonight. Um, thank you to Wilf, Kerr, Stuart, my two dogs, my missus and my daughter who just came in. Um, off you go. Before, before, um, you, before you press stop, Martin, I think we should at least mention in passing that uh, this afternoon... For those that didn't know, yes, Rangers, women beat, Aberdeen. Rangers women beat Aberdeen 5-1 in a very, very attritional game. Struggled, took an early lead. Aberdeen equalised, struggled a bit. Um, but we got there 5-1 in the end. And if you get a chance to watch the highlights, I would thoroughly recommend it because some of the goals were absolutely outstanding. The first two were terrific shots. I mean, the first one um, from... Chelsea Cornet, it actually went to it showed you the bench after it, and you had the Rangers manager Joe Potter going, How did you do that? It was just it was one of them. It was like it was 
if you get a chance, watch the highlights. Even if you don't like women's football, watch, watch the goals. The goals were fantastic. But well done to the oh, women. Oh. They'll play Hearts on Wednesday. Well, did the women play three at the back? I seen. Is that right? Watch the highlights. Yes, watch <laughs> the highlights, and of course, listen to the Rangers women's show, um, which I'm not 100 oh, sure. I'm not 100% sure when it will be out, but I know that it will be out soon, Wolf. It will hopefully be with you. Hopefully it will be recorded tomorrow. We haven't discussed that yet and be out on Tuesday at your behest. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll okay. go so, live tomorrow, you never know. Maybe, maybe. Right, well, Stuart Kerr, thank you very much for joining me. Good, listen, at half past seven on a Sunday night, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you to every single person who's tuned in. I think at one point we were touching 700 people watching live, um, which is absolutely phenomenal. So thank you all. Thank you to everybody in the comments. If you haven't already, please do like and subscribe. Um, it is greatly, greatly appreciated. And the more likes we get, the more comments we get, and the more that this podcast gets shared around the old YouTube algorithm. So, Thank you, everybody. We'll speak to you all tomorrow night right here, half past seven for the Rangers Rabble phone-in. Until then, stay safe and thank you for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.